Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR to go make your first bet as a fan of a Stanley Cup champion team. Get on it. Go do it. Still real, chat. The Avs are still Stanley Cup champions, and they will be for at least like 330-some days or something like that. Yeah. Maybe longer. We'll see. Probably more like 350. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Plus they win it again, of course, which whatever. Either way, with whatever's left of her voices, we're going to be talking about how the Avs actually won the game last night. Yeah. So it should be a fun one. Yeah, a proper, a proper like, well, let's talk about the game. <laughs> oh, is there an echo? Cool. I, I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. I can't hear anything. Yeah. But anyway, uh, as we get into this, first of all, what a great hockey game. And I know we start here a lot, but this was another one-goal hockey game that the Colorado Avalanche won, making three one-goal game wins in the cup final, let alone the numerous other ones they had in the playoffs. So the Avs did everything, right? They they even won the game that people said they couldn't win with a 2-1 to one defensive effort win i guess you could call it that yeah you know what really what's funny is uh i think what struck me is that uh uh in all of the montages and all the stuff last night people are putting in highlight real goals and you're like god what was the last like really cool goal that they have scored this year like great play great pass is it like the seventh goal from game two. I mean, on the power play where they had the little triangle passing plays, like a neat little goal, and then he beats Bossy. Like, if anyone knew it went in, it would have been Kadri's game four, <laughs> but no one knew it went in, so uh, it was weird. Okay. Yeah, I just mean, I mean more like a really like high, high skill level, like team, like team whole play. team. Yeah. yeah. And what, what I think struck me is that. That was the criticism, is that the Avs were all flash, and they could not grind it out, and they couldn't work. And you look at all the goals that they score in the last couple of games, and they get bounces. Puck's going off skates. Puck going off of Andrew Cogliano's knee that's going to go six feet wide, you know? Like some silly, some of these silly things that ended up going their way, but like, I guess, yeah, the Berkey OT, and even the Berkey OT goal starts with... A bounce. It comes know? back out to exactly. Right. Yeah. It comes back out in a. It comes back out in a funny way, and it's the, it's really the same bounce that they got on Lekkinen's goal. Yeah, kind of, last I, night. Where, not quite the same, but similar. Yeah, yeah, like where it goes off of the defenseman and it just squirts out a different direction than everybody was intending. And, um, but I mean, like a really like high level like team goal, and the fact that when you get into the Stanley Cup final and the two teams involved defend at the level that they do Tampa Bay had a handful of great team goals but that's it like those were the only goals that they scored the weirdest part of this Tampa got all the flashy goals and Colorado got all the greasy goals and who won Greece it's the the strangest (laughs) thing because you would not have going into the series you would have said okay 
if these teams were going to yeah. score goals this way, you'd which pick Tampa to be the greasy exactly. team. Exactly. They sure. were the greasy yeah. team. They were the ones that were the grinded out, hardworking, you know, oh, we're just going to we're we're going to make the big play this way. Uh late in the game, you know, we're just going to keep, you know, puck at the net, something simple. Hope that something goes our way and we're going to capitalize. That kind of thing. And instead they they didn't really do any of that in the series, certainly not on a consistent level. And when you go and you look at the way that you, when you go and you look at the way that the Avs protected the home plate area in every game except <laughs> Game Three, yeah, where it was just a highway, <laughs> just a straight that was up like a four way interchange. Dude, that it was at the end of the yes, yeah, it's going to have something about Game Three home the plate. The T Rex project, oh even Stamkos' house. Seriously, <laughs> that's yeah. It's, it was like it was straight up. It was it was just like a runway. <laughs> <laughs> for success for those guys in that one game and they did such a good job they did so su- they did such a good job with uh protecting that part of the ice and you go and you look at last night and it takes a bounce they get a goofy bounce um for stamkos's goal they don't get a bounce the rest of the way and they don't capitalize. Yep. They have a two-on-one in the third period that Kucherov puts wide. Yep. They have a one-timer from Kucherov that Kemper, that Kemper just up. gobbles up. And you're when you're looking back on it, those are the ones that those are the ones that Bolts Jolts should be losing his shit about today. <laughs> I, if he wasn't busy whining about officiating and puck luck, I don't know if Bolts Jolts complained about puck luck, but I look at the oh, yeah. first goal scored by Tampa, and that is in part puck luck. It's just. Puck luck has no motive. It just benefits both teams at different right. times. And yep. that happened even last game. Oh, I love that. Puck luck has no motive. We're stealing this. <laughs> We're going to start talking. This is going to be an axiom that we lean on all the time now. I do like that. <laughs> no motives at all. Yeah, no. Because that's, I mean, luck serves as a reference point. You know who else didn't have any motives? The refs. <laughs> so did you guys really have an issue with the officiating last night? None. I had no I mean, problem. They were they let tripping on both sides really go. Yep. Uh, the fact that that Tampa Bay ginned up controversy on each goal is more of a Tampa Bay thing, I think. And I, I I'm curious. I would like to ask both of you. Uh, do you think the way that they reacted to those goals is one of the reasons they lost the series? That they just didn't team wide. They didn't have the composure that they they did in the past. That instead of John Cooper the entire series, and then in game, we saw it on multiple occasions in multiple games, you saw their star players kind of emotionally melting down in front of us. And then it culminates last night. Their backs are against the wall. They're all the pressure in the world. And these dudes, these dudes are blaming the refs and they're going after the refs. Belmar hooks. Josh Manson yeah, stick yeah. into his body. And, and they're then complaining about it. <laughs> goes to the, the, goes big to the dive, dive routine. <laughs> and the refs are like, not a chance. <laughs> We're giving you that. And the big sell job costs them the other way. Yep. Gives it opens up the ice. It opens up the middle the of the ice. Get a rush off of it. Yep. Yeah, because Josh Manson drives the middle of the ice, and that's what creates that three on two. And then they get a little bit of puck luck, but then look, Arturi Lekinen. 
beautiful. That's a great finish. Yeah. 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 What you got? Beats him. That's a dude, make the save, bro. Like you could be upset with the ref, you could be upset with that bounce, but that puck goes off two lightning players. Eric Chernak is the one that he should get the primary assist. <laughs> Not wrong. Because it goes off of his stick. He slaps at it and it goes right to Artori Lekkinen. Um, but I, I I do want to add like yeah. to, to ask the the question to to refocus it is do we think that one of the reasons that they lost this series is because of a lack of composure? I'm thinking about it because after game five, that was something people almost, not a lack of composure, but emotional maturity act. Like you've been here before, Tampa Bay has. That's why they're here again. Um, and I think we all knew that the Avs were an emotionally mature team that had composure because we've been seeing it all season long and there wasn't any concern like, yeah, the Avs haven't been in this position. Tampa Bay has. Yeah. I don't think this is actually an advantage to Tampa Bay because I don't know if they had competition quite like the avalanche before and i think that showed it chipped at their armor and they became pretty vulnerable and they lost some of their composure starting with their coach down and i think that probably did cost them because so much of what has gotten them to this point has been a team that can persevere and overcome they did it in the ranger series yeah and i think that they just hadn't played a team like the abs before and kind of fell apart mm, from the outside John Cooper before this series. Now I haven't watched every presser. Of course, you know, and, and like, but from the outside, he's a guy that you follow. He's a lead of coaches. Yep. So you keep it. You keep an eye on him. You measure the tone that he kind of sets for the org. But I, I think with watching Cooper, I'd never seen him act like this before. Agreed. Where coming into the series. And I'm not going to get into like, oh, I lost all this respect for Tampa Bay or whatever. I mean, I lost a little, but it's I not, think, that's not I, the conversation I think it's, here. I think, uh, agreed, it's a little, but like, it's not. It, it's like, yeah, whatever. you're not. Yeah. The thing, the thing that stood out to me was that this has been a, we have a job to do. The job is to win hockey games. How it happens doesn't matter. Just get there. Whoa. No excuses. You fight through the adversity that the games present you. Every game is its own unique mountain that you have to climb. And what we saw from Tampa Bay that we didn't see from Colorado that I think surprised me the most in the series is that emotional maturity wasn't there. Look, I wasn't surprised when David Perron shit his pants while Nazem Kadri <laughs> was undressing St. Louis. I sure wasn't surprised when five minutes into the first game of the Western Conference Finals, Jay Woodcroft has already lost his mind. And the assistant coaches have to be held back uh, at the end of that first period because of the the tag-up call. Yep. Like, I wasn't surprised when the Oilers and the Blues didn't have it. They were pretenders. But the Tampa Bay Lightning, it caught me off guard. I, I do think... I don't think it's why they lost necessarily, but I do think it's a symptom of them losing, kind of the way yeah. Megan put like it. Yeah. yeah. Because you're right. The... Tampa's never played a team like the Evs, and I think it really... Well, they, they went through a brutal route. Like, let's yeah, put absolutely. some respect on how absolutely. they got there. Like, like they play great teams. They go through the Hart They're Trophy winner. Team. They go through the President's Trophy winner. They go through the Vesna winner, and then they get the Norris at the end. Like, they went, they went through Rattled. a brutal route. But they... This is what winning a cup is really all about, though. Yep. Because the last couple of years... Their Stanley Cup final was a breeze. Yep. Those were easy series compared to what they just went through. 
Well, and I think it really set in for them after game four. When you get the whole Cooper super riled up after the game about how that goal shouldn't have counted, this, that, and the other we thing. We should still be playing. Yeah. And then, well, and then the very next day, he's like, that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it would be nice if his fan base would figure out that that is a line change. <laughs> and we could stop hearing about it's it. So but whatever. Ominous. He's like, you'll hear about this you'll tomorrow. About and tomorrow. then tomorrow. I retract. And their their <laughs> fan base melts down. Like they're not. Is it a high stick for Bode Byer? They don't even know what he's talking yeah, about. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah. It started as an offside, and yeah. then it went to too many men, and then it was actually the high stick yeah. at center ice. <laughs> it's tough. It was a tough look. Well, but. and this was the thing though, is that it felt like excuses. Yep. It felt like they were not putting in the honest work, well, and and it was excuses, and it was our guys are so hurt. We've played so much hockey. We've done this. We've done that. And it's like, what are you looking for here? Do you want somebody to feel sorry for you? I think. Did you feel sorry for the other teams when you beat them? Well, absolutely not. So here's never apologize for your success. The mentality there to me, it feels like is look, this team has lost before. I, I understand that. But you look at the, the Columbus series in round one, three years ago now. Yeah. Four years ago now, I guess. Um, and I think Tampa looks at themselves after a loss like that and go, we can beat that team. We should have beat that team. I think they look at this series and they go, we didn't, we don't beat that team. We don't know how to beat that team. Well, and I don't know if you saw Jay Fresh's tweet of his six game breakdown. I might have. I, but I don't know. <laughs> the Avs, much better in game one. Mm hmm. One of the most dominant playoff games ever. In a very, very long time yeah. in game two. Closer to 50 50, but still Tampa Bay tilted in game three. Yep. Game four is a true coin flip. Mm -hmm. Game five, the Avs much actually better. Won the, the Avs actually. Small stats yeah, battle for they, sure. They definitely came out in that process. And then game six, the Avs again. Yep. And so you're looking at four of the six games, the Avs clearly outplay. One coin flip, and then one game that Tampa Bay was better. And you look at it, and you're like, the only reason this series goes six games, <clears throat> the only reason there's multiple overtime games is Andre Vasilevsky. Straight up. He papers over yep. all of their problems. That guy, he got outplayed by Darcy Kemper in the series, just barely. <laughs> by they exactly were, a 1,000. <laughs> they were really, they were legitimately like neck and neck. They yeah. were the same goalie in the series, essentially stats wise yep even even if you get into the fancy goalie stats they're, they're almost identical bang on yeah, yeah they're almost identical but that that Vasi needed to be special to save this to, to to get them through this series and he was not special he was just really really good <laughs> he was he was just we talk about darcy kemper was just good enough all he had to do was be better than the goalie that he was facing in that series and he was he did yeah he got it done uh, but Vasi, they, <laughs> I, so the seven goals really tilts the stats. It makes the numbers look weird. Yeah. Right? Because if you look at each goalie, each goalie has dominant numbers and non in the non blowouts. Yeah. If you remove the blow, it's like, oh, they both had a really good. Series. Yeah. You're like, oh, these guys are all nine forty goaltenders. What <laughs> the hell? This is crazy. <laughs> really, really, really good. Yeah. So put some respect on Darcy's name. Hey, can you scroll up? Just a little. I'm curious. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I want to read that. 
The one that you banned, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just. He just wants read to this. read the yeah. comment. <laughs> he wants to soak in it a it little bit. Better than Colorado, maybe five. The difference in the series where the power plays, and Tampa getting that late games because they had a much higher path to the cup. Only because they made it harder. Like, yeah, you could have won in four. Right. Like. <laughs> I was just made quick work where they could. I love, I love that they were better at five v five simply because. Which also Tampa is, is Bay, just not true. Well, Tampa, yeah. Bay, Tampa Bay finished with one more 5v5 goal than Colorado did. And that was the conclusion. That's the only statistic yeah. that goes Tampa's it's way. It's literally five the five. only, and it's one goal. It's not like a four-goal difference where you're like, hey, there's a thing here. Yep. But also, games are not played exclusively at 5v5. So this is a one one of the interesting things that happened in this series. We use the analytics. We use all this. Most of the time, we do this in big pictures. Yep. What does it mean to be a 55% Corsi team or whatever over the course of, of an entire season? Exactly. Yeah. Over over a long stretch of games here. Okay. But when you're talking about when you're talking about in a series like this, 5v5 is not the only shit that matters. That editor and leaf nerd learned that the hard way. Games get played in all situations in the postseason, and it does not matter what any of the numbers look like when you do that. You have to take them all into account. Well, you can't just be like, oh, well, 5v5 only this. 5v- oh, well, but the power play. This. The Avs lost a playoff series against Dallas because of their penalty kill. Well, and, and exactly. Of their the- pe- they couldn't kill one penalty. And then you get to last night. Last night, forget the whole they series. Couldn't even get to the penalty kill, <laughs> they needed to just get to the PK. They couldn't get to it. The Avs score six on five. It's, it's not just that too. Tampa went two for fifteen. Yeah, like the Avs PK only locked them down. Their only two goals yes. on the power play in the series. Corey Perry, the in, sixth in a nothing goal, goal. Yeah, the sixth goal of the six to two winning game three, meaningless goal, and then the four on three goal. Yep. Okay, those games, all 60 minutes mattered. Yep. All situations counted. You can't look and say, well, they got this at 5v5 or they got this. No, 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 no. Because all of them counted. The Avs whooped that ass at 5v5 in all process statistics. They got outscored by one goal. And then when you get into special teams... All those special teams coaches we've been trying to fire for the last three years. Got the job done. All of them get the turbo dunk on all of us. Yep. Because those units won them the Stanley Cup. They won them this series. In particular, won them this series. And the power play finished the postseason, what, like 32%? Yeah, it was 30-something. I think it was 32.8%. Are you for real? If you did that in the regular season, you'd have one of the greatest power plays in NHL history. <laughs> and you did it in the postseason. I'm just thinking about it, too, because I feel like the power play, it didn't necessarily stand out as one of their greatest assets, but the penalty kill did. Absolutely. And even starting the first period, game five, penalty kill, kind of concern that destroyed momentum. Game six, another early penalty kill. Yeah. But they endured that first period. It was a great kill, and they obviously only just trended in the right direction through the rest of the game. Well, and, and you look at you look at where they struggled in the past. 
you know, because yep. we had always, I had always told you, I will take a lethal penalty kill where you don't give up anything. Yep. And you just have to win games at five on five. Yep. But look how, look how much of a difference it ended up making that they could get a power play goal, that they could get that one extra goal in that situation that the other team couldn't, and that their PK just didn't allow it. And they were like, okay, we'll give you the extra goal of 5v5 because we won the special teams battle by nine goddamn goals or whatever <laughs> it ended up being. <laughs> uh, and you're cruising. Uh, very quickly, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can go get some at your local liquor store right now. You can also go over to breckbrew.com and get some of their amazing merch. Everyone loves their hat. It's like every time we bring their hat out, people are like, how do, how do I get that? Can I get that hat? Yeah. Yes, and at breakbrew.com. Like, this is actually one of the ones you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also brought to you by Athletic Greens. God knows I needed it this morning after last night to uh, get me up and running for the day. It's just one scoop of water or one scoop of one scoop in your cup of water in the morning. Drink it down. You're good to go. It's got vitamins, electrolytes, uh, probiotics, antigens, all sorts of crazy stuff in there. That's good for your health. It'll help with your workouts. It'll do all sorts of stuff. It'll get your immune system going. They take care of you top to bottom. Bunches of athletes use it in their daily routines to make sure they're taking care of your body. So take control of your health today. Go over there. Check out athleticgreens.com slash avalanche, I believe. It might be slash DNVR. I'm sorry, Athletic Greens. Wrong one. It's slash DNVR. Uh, go over there. When you order, you get a year's supply of vitamin D as well. They'll just throw that in for free and five travel packs. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, I put the 22 on that cup. All right. Close enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Oh, damn. Water seems like a good idea. That's cracking me up. <laughs> I wish we had some. I do, too. <laughs> I got, like, the tiniest bit left yeah. if you want to finish it. Uh, getting into the second period of this hockey game, getting into the Avs' first goal. First of all, what the the arm wasn't up for, yeah. the, for the proper contact. Yeah, so with the, the, arm's not, the arm's not up when Paul it, touches the puck. It's, like, on the, it's way on the way up, but it's not, not up. And, yeah. no, you've never seen an official make that call in the history of the league. Yeah. Where he's putting the arm up and he's like, well, he's, he has recently touched the puck, therefore possession. <laughs> and then he doesn't ever have it out high. It, it, he just doesn't yeah, have it out high. That was not possession. That's a puck battle yep. that Colorado just wins. Mm -hmm. You're not getting that call. Nope. Ever. You're not getting that call in the preseason, guy. Like, take it down a notch, Coop. Yep. But the finish from McKinnon What's, yep. What yep. was different about that one-timer than all the other bullshit power play one-timers is he's way lower in the zone. <laughs> it's a way tighter angle, but the pass from Byram. Great pass. In the wheelhouse, he, yeah. They had, so like, that's not a PK unit. That's a 5v5 five, five group that's yep. tired. They've been out there. Six on five is kind of a weird thing that there's not a ton of space. A lot of. Yeah. And trying to figure it out kind of on the fly, everybody trying to, okay, they didn't really have time because the abs had cycled down low to out high. They didn't really have time to get like set up the way that they really wanted to. Uh, and the abs just adjusted and the puck movement and more importantly, the body movement. 
McKinnon getting himself in a dangerous position. And what was different that from him firing from one-timers from the, a proper power play over there is that he was deeper, the angle was sharper, but Vasi had further to go to yeah. get there. Well, it and the puck, the puck from Byram is perfect, and it's it's not like he makes this incredible pass through a bunch of guys or what. It's just the right read, and he makes the right pass. He doesn't. It's not. It's not too hard. It's not too. It's the right pass, and McKinnon just tees it up, gets all of it, and just smokes it. Well, like, and that's it, we've seen numerous times in the series. McKinnon smoke that right into Vassie's pad. Yeah, this time he gets it. 18 inches off the ice. Yeah. Right over the pad, right under the blocker. But he, so Vasi has to go further. True. To get to it because McKinnon is deeper in the zone. For sure. And it was that it, you're talking like literally. <laughs> like inches. Millimeters. Here, he's of still, difference. Yep. that motherfucker still Almost gets. Almost got it. Yeah. Still gets a piece of it. Yep. Because the guy's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> The goal ultimately counted. What a freak, man. He ruined the way we evaluate Darcy Kemper because of who he is as a goal. Because he's a monster. He's just so good. I, I got to the end of Shredder's Revenge, and I thought Bossy was going to pop out. <laughs> I, I imagine this is like what other people do. Like, this is what Vancouver fans are doing to Quinn Hughes every time they see Kale McCarr play. Yeah. It is like the Avs fans Kemper to Bassey. They're like, dude, they're like, our guy is yeah, really good, but good look at that guy. <laughs> What the hell, dude? Come on now. Like, our guy, our guy sets a, you know, Quinn Hughes set the record for best postseason or most prolific postseason for a rookie defenseman ever. Yep. And now Kale McCarr has dusted him <laughs> since then. Absolutely blown away. Vossi's a monster, dude. He's, I came into the series like Andre Vasilevsky's the best goalie in the world. And I've come out of the series like Andre Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the world. <laughs> holy, 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 holy shit. <laughs> yeah. He's insane. so crazy. And I, I can't believe they got that game too. It, more than anything, I can't believe that the, the game won with like Val like bumbling like, it in. Yeah, <laughs> just like 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 shooting pucks through his body and you're like, What is up? <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, I am just. Did you see they've known each other for 10 years? Vassie and Val? Oh, I bet. It's not a courtesy yeah. goal, me. <laughs> there you go. I'll give you one. He knows he's going into free agency. <laughs> he knows. He's like, I'm trying to get you paid, man. <laughs> well, God, that would be the ultimate bro hookup if that guy was like. Oh, just got through my arm. <laughs> like, oh my god! All right, I'm gonna want five percent back on five percent kickback on that next deal. <laughs> what a deal! <laughs> anyway, 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 like, yeah. What I so I just I that that difference there was great, but defensively, you see, what were the big chances for Tampa Bay in the second period? Ooh, in the second period? No. Ooh, trick question. Because yeah, there weren't any. That's what I, I was like. I'm trying to think of it. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because the third period, the Avs played a perfect defensive third period, and there are two big two moments. Two great opportunities. That, you, yeah. that, that stick out where you're like, I was so mad at that two-on-one as it was unfolding. I was like, no, <laughs> no, not like. And then Kucherov misses, and I was like, welcome to the other side, assholes. <laughs> Because that has been a team. Tampa Bay has been a team that gets one chance and they and convert scores. and they convert every. They time. got one. Yeah. Chance. Look at look at the third period of Game Five. Yep, like they had been dominating play, 
They'd been pushing play in that third period, but they weren't generating a lot of like really like dangerous chances. They get one chance, and Kemper gets ninety percent of that. And it puck, still goes in, and it yeah. still goes in. They just they capitalized so well, so consistently, and then in the biggest moment, home ice, third period, game six. You're down by one, and it's your it's your guy. It's Nikita Kucherov. It's your yep. guy. That, you couldn't this ask for not, a better it, situation if you're Tampa. You look at Alex Kalorn and you're like, Alex Kalorn scored zero goals in the postseason. The fact that they got to where they did with that that being true and with Braden Point out, like, look, Tampa Bay's nasty. Yeah. There's a reason they were there. The fact that Absolutely. they overcame that, they, the fact that they overcame Alex Kalorn's little ghost routine and <laughs> Braden Point's injury and came like as and these wins, as did, these yeah. wins are as close as they are. Like, bro, nasty. Tampa Bay ruled this year, absolutely. Yeah, but they deserve to lose because you look at it. You look at the score, just the score sheet. You look at Nathan McKinnon, game six, one goal, one assist. Where are you at, Kucherov? <laughs> Nowhere. I don't know. They. I don't know if he got an assist. I mean, uh, they, they, off of his foot or right. whatever. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if he got an assist on the goofy like. He's on the ground, and it looks like he might push the puck forward. Yeah, and then it goes off of Palat's skate to Stamkos. I think it, I think the only assist went to Palat. But he has he has the two-on-one, and he has the one-timer. Yep. And it just doesn't get it done. And with Tampa Bay, you got to be like, look, we had our injuries. We didn't have the depth. Our, our depth guys didn't do shit in this series. Like, it had to be the stars. It had to be the stars. And Colorado just, the Colorado Stars just took them away. They outplayed them. Yep. And it's funny that we get, we, we talk so much about, oh, depth guy, this and depth that, this and, you know, but uh, sometimes it's just the Stars that, 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 Bring it home for you, yeah. It, and it, like Arturi Lekkinen scores a goal, but I think we'll get it. We would yeah. also we would also say, He's, look, Arturi Lekkinen has shown in his time in stop. Colorado, uh, they're about to they're Let's about to go. hand that dude a nice multi year deal worth a shitload of money, and he's going to be in Colorado's top six for the entirety of that contract. That dude's days as a bottom six player are over. It for a reason deserved, absolutely deserved. Um, obviously, the goal. We kind of talked about it a little bit already, but McKinnon with the the pass that no one sees coming because he didn't mean to put it off yeah. Turnak's skate, but he did, <laughs> and it goes the opposite way that yeah. he was trying to put the buck. I mean, bad decision, Nate. Why are you trying to give it to Josh Manson? Give it to the guy on the forehand who's got the angle. What are you doing? The puck went where it should have anyway. Not wrong. That was the universe just being like, yoink! And and I again we gave him credit, but I don't think we gave him enough. Arturi Lekkinen with an unbelievable shot. Because you have to be so alert to receive this kind of unexpected. Yeah. He doesn't even think it's coming pass. his way. So yeah, it's, exactly. it's a bouncing puck that he doesn't settle. He just wires it. He it gets on his tape and it's off his tape. And that's the that's that's a player who understands. You don't have time for this. Find the goalie while he's moving. You've got, yep. you've got, you've got an open look at a goaltender. Finally, in a series in which they are selling out, they are like bodies are dropping yep. because they're they're so committed to blocking shots, and that puck gets on his stick. It's a bouncing puck. If you go and you watch how that puck is moving around, 
It's not flat. It's not like, oh, this is a nice, perfect situation. He takes an ugly situation and it it's the it's perfect. <laughs> Made it beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. So good. Uh, yeah, and, and not Arturi Lekkinen with four game-winning goals in these playoffs. Four. That's a whole series. Guy won a series worth of games yep. with his game winners. Ridiculous. And really, I think only one of those was lame. kind of a nothing goal. Well, yeah. and, and and it's the first goal of a shutout, and so right? Like game winning goal. But the other ones, <laughs> St. Louis. Yep. He scores a third goal to put them up three one. Yep. And how big is that third goal? Like in yeah, every the game, insurance goal in mattered. Every yeah. single two two one game in the history of hockey. Everybody's like, next goal's big. <laughs> because 3-1 is a lot harder to come back from than 2-1. And so that's that was a big one. And then you get uh, you get the overtime winner. To send them to the cup. To send them to the cup yeah. finals with the deflection and then the rebound. And then you get this one. And then you get the, the tip in, in the shutout against Edmonton. But, sure. like, three of those four are legit big-time goals. Yeah. Those are... Not just insurance, not just it's not like Cogliano's game winners where it was like the Avs scored a shitload of goals and his just happened to be the one where the other team stopped scoring. Sure. Uh like you're talking about Lekanin's goals are like actual game winning goals there. And the 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 play from him and the play from Val Nachushkin. Those two Unworldly guys, step like, up. Yeah. we're talking about Nazem Kadri and Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen, but like mm-hmm. those two guys lifted everything else up in a way that the previous Avalanche teams simply it, didn't have. Both those guys started this year as third liners, and obviously lacking it on a different team. Yeah, but well, sort of. They put Nachushkin in the top six, and we were like, well, this is going to last five Yeah, games. well, be- because everyone was injured. Like, with a healthy lineup at the start of the year. 102 games later. You're looking at Nuke as a third liner, and, and Nuke said, you know what? No. He's like, I like this job. Yeah. This job is sweet. I think I'll stay up <laughs> here. <laughs> so, and, and like, you know, it's a lot more fun to play with these guys on a regular basis. <laughs> no offense, JT. Yeah. <laughs> And so they the, the Avs get that, but at the end of the day, the king of the game in Game Six for the Stanley Cup Final is Had the guy to, the guy everyone wants it to be. Yep. It's Nathan yeah. McKinnon. He has obviously the first goal. He gets the primary assist, even if it is a little funny, yep. on the game-winning goal. And and Nathan yeah. McKinnon shows up, and the Avs win. Sometimes life ain't complicated. <laughs> Uh, Somebody's trying to buy my property again. Oh, nice! How you should you should just start raking in money off that thing. I should really just be like, here's my Venmo. <laughs> Thanks for the thirty grand. <laughs> P.S. I don't own any property. <laughs> and, and look, AJ said it hundred million times that it takes a village. Yep. But every village needs a leader too. Yeah. So. The Isn't that really what we learned from uh, that that book with all the kids on the island with the conch is that we eventually are you talking about Lord of the Flies? That's it. Thank you. <laughs> somebody eventually somebody rises to the top. You've got to look leadership. Leadership it's is the just worst a part of description it. of that book I've I ever did. heard. I'm glad you how, got it. how was it the worst? You knew what I was talking about. I had to dig deep for you that one. Share a brain. I feel like. <laughs> 
I don't feel like it was bad at all. He knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> it was the conch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The I mean, kids on an island it. wouldn't have yeah, done anything. Yeah, that could have been anything, anything yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, Duke's foot picture last night. Yeah. That's not the kind of thing you see on OnlyFans. <laughs> that is not what those feed pictures are all about. That was gross. <laughs> Like it's all like taped up, and you can still see all the bruises. Oh like, yeah, dude! Mm. I don't even know what you did to this. But don't it don't look good. walk around <laughs> on that thing. Him getting carted around was yeah, appropriate. It was, it was fun. Precious. It was fun. <laughs> it was appropriate. Uh, we are brought to you by Foco. I believe y'all here can even like show you their bobbleheads right now. Uh, they are one of the places you can go get official Avalanche merch for the for the Stanley Cup. Look at all those Stanley Cup holding bobbleheads right there. Is there one for every single player? It, there might be. I don't actually know. There's another one down there. Yo, I like the one with oh the ring with the the ring is kind of sick. Where you yeah. wear the ring around your neck, yeah. One ring to pull is them all. Is there a Logan O'Connor bobblehead? Is there? Is there an EJ one? That's the one. There that, has yeah. to be. I don't believe you. You just haven't found them yet. The they <laughs> they just haven't added them all yet. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> go check out Foco. You can go to foco.com to order from them. They have all sorts of other merch too. I think they're probably sold out of their old Joe Sackick ones. Those bobbleheads, I think, are gone because they're only two hundred. I was gonna say those were limited. Yeah, edition, man. So get these while you still can on the bobbleheads. Again, they do have other merch like uh, clothing and and all of that too. So yeah. And Andrew Cogliano slept well. <laughs> but he finally was just like, okay, buddy. I can, can now rest. You can, you can be at <laughs> <a> peace. <laughs> We're also brought to you by Avaca TV. If you're here in the Denver metro area, you can get TV for just 15 bucks a month for the first three months with code DNVR. And then it's only 25 bucks a month after that. It's got altitude. It's got AT&T Sportsnet. It's got the national channel. So it has you covered for all of your local sports. Every single one available to you through Avaca TV. Go over there to avaca.tv slash DNVR. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR to check out all of their stuff. Yeah. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. P.S. Check out the shirts. We have a we have a championship shirt as well. We didn't sleep here. Also, <laughs> as we far as you know, felt like it. <laughs> I just wore the same shirt again. <laughs> I didn't sleep much. I'm literally at wearing all. last night's clothes because I couldn't. I was not messing with this. He fell asleep in those clothes. I will just not very. Here. I will very happily be a disgusting monster for right now and then just go home and become a proper human again. That's fair. Yeah. Completely. Uh, I got I got three hours of sleep, so that's not bad. That's not. I bad. was up writing all night. Yeah, literally was falling asleep <laughs> while writing whatever that paragraph is in the takeaways about Darcy Kemper. Just let it be. Just know, I wrote it five times because the first time I fell asleep and was just going like this, <laughs> and then I woke up and then I erased it and then anyway this continued, so. <laughs> If you go and read that paragraph in particular, I was asleep when I wrote that. Uh, we do have to talk about <laughs> this third period. The third period of all third yeah. periods. Just an unbelievably quality period from the Colorado Avalanche with a 2-1 lead to go out there and dominate Tampa Bay. Uh, the shots were, what, 9-4 to four at the end of it? Yeah, 9-4. to four. How often does a team that's trailing 
two to one. I guess any one goal deficit in the third period get yeah. outshot nine to four. Not often. In any kind of game, let alone home ice, <laughs> do or die, yeah. game six, elimination the game. Yeah. Like, and I only mention home ice because they get the matchups that they want. Right. They get to pick their spots the way that they want. And you can't manufacture anything. Nothing. Their literal first shot on goal was a dump in from the blue line. From center ice. <laughs> like 11 minutes into the period. Yeah. Yeah. They look defeated. A dump in. <laughs> I also watched Darcy Kemper play in that series. But in no way did I think that was going to work. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I just, the Avs deserve all the credit in the world because they played an incredibly great game to close it out. And that's what they needed. You knew that's what it was going to take to get it across the finish line against a team like Tampa. And they got it done. So, well earned. I, I really, it's so funny because I don't have a lot to say about the third period. It was just great. Other than to just it say, was just great. That's as clinical, as masterful, a defensive shutdown performance as you can imagine. And they still, those assholes still generated two incredible scoring chances. Because they're just that good. Because <laughs> <laughs> the fact that... The fact that Corey Perry didn't get a moment in the sun on that two-on-one. Yep. That, to me, I was like, this is the hockey gods telling you, Tampa. <laughs> it's time. You made your bed with a bitch. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to these super chats that we have. Man, Darcy Kemper ruled last night. You <laughs> give up that goal to Stamkos and said that nothing. early on. And then not a nothing, nothing the rest of the game. It's not even like they hit a bunch of posts and he got super lucky and he's scrambling. He's doing all kinds of crazy. No, boring. Yep. Controlled, dominant. Easy life. Suck it, Bessie. (laughs) Uh, $16 from our girl Meegerbs. Sixteen dubs, they did it. Thank you, Rudo, AJ, Megan, and the rest of the DNVR family, allowing us fans to join the ride with y'all and other fans. Tough year for me, and you made it better. Vibe tribe forever. You guys see the video of her jumping around? Yeah, it was all about it. I was like, yeah, wake up all your neighbors. (laughs) Twenty-eight dollars from Mark, who's saying, "I woke up and it wasn't a dream." Thank you, wonderful peeps, for keeping it real and being a calming presence. I texted Jesse and I said, "This is never gonna feel real." Yep. We just wanted it so much. Yep. It's never going to feel real. No. We're always going to know it happened. It's never going to feel real. I want to do last night over again already. <laughs> I didn't go to bed until 5.30 because I didn't want to shut my eyes and let the day be done <laughs> <Yeah>. and over. <laughs> there you If you never sleep, it doesn't end. <laughs> but this is kind of my theory is because I was, it was like 6 in the morning when I got done writing and I was like... <laughs> We gotta be with the, I gotta be up to ten. Should I just stay yeah. up? I was like, should I maybe write a few more pieces? <laughs> I want to see the paragraph for Darcy Kemper that yeah, was the original. Let sleep. me see the original. <laughs> Go back through. It could have been channeling something. It wasn't. It was mostly just one of the letter. I don't remember which letter, but it was mostly whatever letter the letter. And it was just like. 
the lucky number from Ian, $62. 62 for Lecky's Cup winning goal. Great season of coverage from you guys. Thanks for hours upon hours of entertainment. It's our pleasure. Of course. Y'all are, y'all are insane. You gave so many super chats to <laughs> last night, and now you're out here doing it again. Uh, five from Pin King saying, which landmark did the Avs take this time? They took the cup. So history, history has had a lot of dynasties throughout it, right? Mm-hmm. And what the Avs took from Tampa Bay was the fact that they'll never be a dynasty now. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> Got them. History won't ever look at Tampa Bay that way. <laughs> Tampa Bay fans can and should. But the rest won't. History won't. Uh, $10 from Jamie saying, speaking of Nachushkin, can we get a choo-choo chain shirt with Thomas the tank engine, but Nachushkin's face than just a giant gold chain dragging behind it? Yeah, there's probably some rights problems. Yeah, definitely. That. Definitely getting sued all over the place yeah, on that one. There's like <laughs> seven different cease and desist <laughs> issues there. But yeah, that would be the shit. Uh, ask again if, when he stays. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Now we have more shirts to make. Yeah. A 10 more from Jamie saying, good vibes today after all the happy tears last night. Love you, DNVR crew and DNVR watchers. Oh, man. I went back and watched the postgame pod. Yeah. Uh, well, I had it on while I was writing. Sure. And then it's so funny. It starts, and there's like a quick flash of all of us like right there. Yeah, the point one. And seconds. everything is totally normal, right? Yep. And then the show actually starts, and, and I'm just bawling. in tears. Yeah. I'm just in pieces, and Megan's like looking at me, <laughs> and she's like, "Do you need this tissue?" And I'm like waving her off. I'm like, "I'm, I'm fine." As I'm just like Lean in pieces. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Rudolph's just ben. like he just like brings the show in and is like, "Yeah, we're we're just doing yeah, this." I thought you hosted a really coherent show. Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was organized. It yeah. still flowed. It's easy. Under it's easy with y'all. Y'all make my job super easy. Even crying AJ has A plus <laughs> oh, stories. Yeah. <laughs> $20 from Ben. Greetings from so North Dakota. Despite AJ's mostly justified hate towards us, yeah. I've been watching and enjoying the show since the bubble. So great to see the abs. Look, man, I've just had some bad North Dakota experiences. <laughs> Five dollars from Tyler saying, I remember when Foppa left in 05, not knowing if I wanted to watch hockey anymore. Then the brutal 17 season, and finally we're here. Go, abs, go. Yep. Man, some pain along the way. For sure. And I'm not thinking about it, but there's going to be pain on the back end of this, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> someday these guys hang it up, or they get traded, or they leave, or whatever. It's we're, gonna always, hurt. we're always going to remember this, this yep. group in particular. Well, I'm talking mostly about the core. Yeah, guys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different conversation down the line, but yeah, I'm not worried about Darcy Kemper's free agency. I'm talking about like when Gabe Landis got yeah, retires. Right. Ten dollars into the front office. It's ten dollars from Bradley. He doesn't say anything, but thank you very much. Five dollars from Will saying didn't get to see the pod last night and decided to hang out at Market Street. The last twelve hours have been wild. Oh, I God, bet. Tell me about I it. I bet. Someone tagged me in a video with a traffic cone that was really large and wide, almost like the cup, and people were lifting it in Denver last night and kissing it like it was the Stanley Cup. And it, it kind you, of came full circle. You found your people. Yeah, yeah. it's like, you guys get it. That's a Stanley Cup champion cone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, someone definitely probably took that home. Some dude woke up next to a traffic cone and was like, what did I do last night? <laughs> 
$20.22 from Greg. 2022 for the year we all cried as one on another note about to be poor AF from buying merch. <laughs> Vibe Tribe, love you, DNVR fam. Thank you very much, Greg. Awesome. $50 from Editor Edward saying, really wanted to be home in Denver to watch the games, but these watch-alongs made me feel connected to everyone back home. Favorite memory of the night is watching my daughter grab my replica cup and hoist it over her while she watched them do it. That is so amazing. Cute. That's amazing. Yep. Uh, and then $100, the insane $100 from Untamed Adventure saying, overdue for years of podcasts, keep up the great work. You're awesome. Thank you all so much for all the super chats for for last night for all of this. We we talked about it last night, but we wouldn't be here without all of y'all hanging out in our chats, doing this with us. Yeah. So it really is something special. Um, not just not just the cup and the abs winning it, which is obviously amazing, but the community here. It, it goes well beyond that. So thank you. Uh, we are going to wrap up the show for today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Jesse should be back for tomorrow's show, so we'll probably have his thoughts and all of that from actually being there. Yeah, he should have a very different lens. Yeah, that he saw last night through being on the ice for all of those festivities. Yep. So that should be a blast of a show tomorrow, and then after that, it's uh, officially off-season pods, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, um, we are off Thursday. Yep. Uh, parade day is um, basically a company holiday. Yep. <laughs> uh, we will not be doing a show on Thursday for the parade. I don't know if we're going to be doing, uh, we haven't talked about it, but I don't know if we're going to do like actual official coverage or if we're just going to be like, it's a fucking parade. Yeah. Not so, sure. Not sure. Yeah. But I was reading through all the media guidelines last night. I, they yeah. Were, they were brutal. They sounded so. rough. Either way, you know where to find us. Go like us on YouTube if you haven't already. Subscribe. You can go to our Twitter, all that nonsense. We appreciate all of y'all so very much. We'll be back tomorrow. Please tune in. Until then, the Avs are still Stanley Cup champions. Paper dolls. <laughs>